The health minister issued a stark warning on Wednesday as a COVID cluster at Taoyuan General Hospital added one new case for a total of 10. Minister Chen Shizhong told reporters that Taiwan is facing its, quote, greatest challenge since the start of the pandemic. He said the area of potential spread is wider than what Taiwan has handled so far. Officials are now racing to impose tougher rules to curtail the spread of the virus. It started out small, but one thing happened after another. Now, this can be considered to be the greatest challenge yet. The minister says he's encountered his greatest COVID challenge yet, and the hospital cluster is continuing to spread, adding its 10th local case on Wednesday. The new local case is patient 870, a relative of patient 839. Patient 839 had previously been identified as a close contact of patient 838. Patient 870 is a grandmother of patient 839. They live together. She's been in home isolation since January 11th. She hasn't gone out and there are no contacts to trace. To fight infectious spread in the hospital, the CECC has established an in-hospital command post. It's also working on clearing out the patients. Since Tuesday, ambulances and minibuses have been transferring patients to other hospitals. Over these two days, a total of 169 patients have been moved. Those transferred out from a higher-risk area have to test negative before they're moved. Afterward, they have to stay in dedicated isolation wards. After 14 days of isolation or before they are moved elsewhere, they must test negative again. As for those who are discharged from Taoyuan General Hospital, if they were staying in higher-risk areas, they'll need to isolate at home for another 14 days and get tested before the isolation period is up. Thirdly, there are a few patients who need to stay in Taoyuan General Hospital due to safety considerations and other factors. They have been put one to a room. Currently, 427 hospital employees are undergoing 14 days of isolation. Among them, 163 are doing so at a quarantine facility. The hospital is now missing much of its staff, but the migration of its patients is preventing it from buckling under strain. Following the outbreak of COVID cases at Taoyuan General Hospital, messages of thanks and support as well as gifts have poured in from members of the public. As the public hospital nearest to the city airport, Taoyuan General Hospital has handled a large number of COVID cases, playing a crucial role in Taiwan's containment of the virus. Doctors say the kindness of well-wishers is a great support as the medical team faces one of the darkest chapters of the pandemic so far. In January 2020, a businesswoman became the first Taiwanese person to contract COVID-19. But 16 days after being admitted to Taoyuan General Hospital, she was discharged and recorded this heartfelt thanks for those who treated her. Catching this disease, I could give it to other people. But these nurses met me right there on the front line, gave me injections, gave me treatments. When it was cold, they even brought me blankets and hot water. His hand almost got burned as he brought that water in. As Taiwanese people, we are so fortunate. But if we could complain less, I think we would be even happier. Listening to the message, Health Minister Chen Shizhong nodded with a slight smile. Nearby, another official turned his back to the assembled journalists to dry his eyes. It was a tense time. A year later, Taoyuan General Hospital, which bore the brunt of cases connected to the Taiwan Taoyuan International Airport, now has a cluster outbreak among medical staff. Gifts have been pouring into the hospital from well-wishers. 
This gentleman opens the boot of his car to reveal lunches covered with encouraging messages. Thank you for all your hard work on the front line, reads one. Employees of the hospital were touched by the gesture. We take photos of all the gifts, cards and motivational messages sent in by the public, and we upload them to the staff group so all our colleagues can see that the whole country is cheering for us and encouraging us so warmly. Some have sent the hospital fruit deliveries. This man drives up here with a different selection of his produce each day and plans to continue throughout January. Actions speak louder than words. They're humans too, aren't they? And it's very hard. They're doing great work for us combating the virus here in the hospital, giving us a safe place here in Taiwan. I hope we'll all send medical professionals lots of positive energy. And on Taipei 101, a light show joined the chorus. Messages are beamed out into the night. Thanks to our pandemic heroes. Hang in there. Take care of yourselves. Let's all pull together. Take care of each other. In this together and protect Taiwan. The COVID strain responsible for a cluster infection at Taoyuan General Hospital has been identified. Virologists call it the D614G. Health officials say it has a short incubation period and that it's more transmissible than other strains. Infectious diseases expert Huang Liming says D614G will be a challenge to contain and that people should take heightened precautions for at least the next month. The health chief says Taoyuan's hospital cluster has spread to more people than expected. Not only that, those people are developing symptoms faster. In just eight days, ten people have been infected. They've experienced a shorter incubation period than the standard five to seven days, developing symptoms in just two to four days after exposure to the virus. The D614G strain has replaced the original virus for several months now. It's more contagious than the earlier novel coronavirus strain. By the time there's a hospital outbreak and you've already got several cases, the spread is already wider than what you're imagining. The D614G strain that's wreaked havoc at Taoyuan General Hospital is one of four variants confirmed by the World Health Organization. It emerged as the world's dominant strain last June. It exhibits increased infectivity, although it doesn't cause more severe symptoms. The entire hospital staff should be handled as if there is a problem at hand. It's better that way. Also, a migrant worker was infected, so these people absolutely were moving about in the community. This outbreak is very complex, so we need to monitor it closely for at least three to four weeks. Some of the more recent local infections are not hospital staff, meaning that the virus has spread into the community. Huang says at least one month of heightened vigilance is required, lasting until February 18th. Only after that can rules be eased, given that there's no widespread community transmission. It's still on. Taipei Mayor Ke Wenzhe says he still intends to run for president in 2024. The mayor spoke on his presidential ambitions in a new interview with Japanese media outlet Sankei Shinbun. The mayor touched on a range of issues, including China and judicial reform. He spoke on Taiwan-Japan relations, saying the biggest throne in that relationship is that Taiwan's ban on certain Japanese food imports. These are foods considered affected by the Fukushima Daiichi nuclear plant disaster of 2011. Ke told Sanken Chinbun that the issue of the food ban should be handled scientifically, that imports should be allowed if they meet safety standards. Commenting on Ke's interview, Taipei City Councilor Wang Shijian said the mayor was grasping at straws to keep his political career alive. 
Wang said the mayor's performance was too poor and his approval ratings too low for a real shot at national office. Most artists don't make their own paint, but one Taiwanese artist goes the extra mile. Not only does he make his own paints of different types, but his color them with the soil of Taiwan. The result is artworks that truly reflect the homeland of the art artist creator. As Hong Haolun showed us, the soil of different regions of Taiwan reveals a stunning array of different hues. Hong's pigments are all made with the earth of Taiwan itself. That's how he makes sure his work reflects the true colors of the land. Most of the paints we see on the market are very bright, coming from chemical dyes or perhaps vegetable dyes. The problem with them is they fade easily. Today we're using this fine powdered pigment made from ground earth. What's great is, by comparison, it keeps incredibly well because it comes from natural and organic minerals, which can resist many changes in the environment. Hong's love of the earth's colors has taken him up and down the length of Taiwan. Each local area has its own very unique soil signature. This is agriculture soil from Yangmingshan. It's rather brown. This is field soil from Yilan. It's spent a long time steeping in groundwater, and it's gone this greeny gray. In the center of Taiwan is Sun Moon Lake, and the color there is very special. It's a kind of pink. Only in Taidong do we get this soil that's called black earth, and in Hualien, around the harbor, we get this familiar marbly color. These are Taiwan's native colors. Once the earth has been collected, it's time to grind it into a pigment that can be used for painting. Basically, you put the earth through various steps to turn it into pigment. First, you wash it with water, let it settle, dry it in the dark, grind it, filter it, and finally, it's once more filtered with water. Then you get the finest powder, which is dried, and we add different binders, like linseed oil, which turns it into oil paint. You can add gum arabic to make it watercolor paint. Or if you add gelatin, you can make the medium for Asian brush painting. For example, Japanese brush art or Nihonga, or what we know as Eastern gouache. Most of us have probably never taken a good look at the earth that lies underneath our feet every day. But Hong's work shows us the land itself is a source of beauty and imaginative inspiration. The TIEX has broken out to new highs again and again this month, but if you don't hold TSMC shares, you probably can't feel a thing. The main board rose by 1,271 points over 13 trading days. If 8.5 points equal 1 NT, then nearly 80% of the market rally came from TSMC. On Wednesday, TSMC surged 3.19% to close at 647 NT. During the session, it reached the target price of 650 NT issued by a foreign brokerage. TSMC has risen by 116 NT since the start of the year. And with that, the company's founder, Morris Chang, has seen his net worth soar by 14.5 billion NT in just the first 20 days of the year. Taipei's Lunar New Year Market at Dihua Street has become the latest event canceled due to a rise in local COVID cases. Taipei Mayor Ke Wenzhe announced the cancellation on Wednesday morning. He also announced that the annual Taipei Lantern Festival would be postponed. Ke said the decision was made in deference to the Central Epidemic Command Center, which has advised against large events during the Lunar New Year holiday.
Mayor Ke has announced the postponement of the Taipei Lantern Festival, which was to start February 26. The Lunar New Year Market, which was to start at Dihua Street next week, has been cancelled outright. The New Year's Countdown was a one-night event at one city square. An event that lasts 10 days and spans nearly half of Wanhua District is a whole other beast. If the epidemic eases a bit, then maybe around mid-autumn festival we can talk about bringing out the lanterns. Taipei City had pressed ahead with its countdown event on New Year's Eve. With Lunar New Year coming up, it's become the last of the six special municipalities to call off its festivities. When he was asked how the call was made, the mayor had this to say. Minister Chen Shizhong strongly suggested it yesterday. We're all professionals of the medical field. Last time, at the New Year's countdown, he said that the event could be held so long as the rules were followed. It's different this time around. With this COVID outbreak in Taoyuan, we're actually quite concerned about whether the confirmed cases had a footprint in Taipei. This time around, the risk is high and the effectiveness of containment relatively low. When making decisions, we have to discuss each move from all the angles. It's not something that can be done in a single afternoon. Ke says it will be crucial to watch COVID developments in the coming two to three days. What happens next will decide if Taipei City elevates its pandemic alert. Temples across Taiwan have also announced cuts to their normally scheduled Lunar New Year events. Classed as one of the eight major establishments under COVID's winter regulations, temples are considered a potential hotspot for virus transmission. The beloved tradition of eating soup of peace over the New Year is main casualty with some of the largest temples in Taiwan announcing the dinners cancelled. But all is not lost as temple committees find other ways to offer locals peace on a plate. Members of the temple community gather round the pot, taking turns to grab a ladle of New Year peace soup. Meanwhile, others sitting nearby are already gulping theirs down. In 2021, many will miss this bustling scene of traditional Taiwanese life. Temples fall into the eight categories of large venues designated by the government. So in order to comply with pandemic management rules, we are canceling the pea soup meal this year. Yuzun Temple in Ilan was founded in 1987. Since then, it's offered locals pea soup over the nine days of Lunar New Year through 34 consecutive years, frequently attracting over a million visitors. But in a pandemic, it's safety first, and the event is suspended. They're also asking visitors to the temple to be rigorous with hygiene protocols. As we are a designated venue, firstly, if you come in to pray, we ask you to please wear a mask. We will have ethanol hand wash at both sides as well as temperature checks. Yuzun is not the only temple affected. Fuda Temple has changed its pea soup plans to peace pancakes. They'll also give out red envelopes and eggs as normal. When people eat pea soup, they have to take off their masks and touch utensils like bowls and chopsticks. We are concerned people could catch the virus. So this year, we've suspended the pea soup. But we want to give some kind of edible peace to those who come and light incense for the Earth God. So we've created a peace pancake. Across Taiwan, temple plans will shift to accommodate COVID rules, with many favorite traditions on hold this year. It's a sad dimming of festivities, but in these exceptional times, such measures will help Taiwan stay safe and sound.